All right, welcome everybody to Podcats. I am here with my um, streamed host slash co-host Rob Boyd. How are you, Rob? How's it going? I'm good. We're doing and, and we have a special guest, my college roommate. Uh, we call him Smotherman. I don't know. I've never called him James Russell my entire life. Um, <laughs> James Russell, how are you? Hey, we're good. Glad to, <laughs> glad to be here. It's good to have you, man. Thanks for coming on this crazy shit show that we're getting ready to lure you into. We're happy to have you, man. Um, let's jump into football, guys. Big, big uh, Kentucky sports day. Um, I guess you both watched the game. Rob, what did you think? Uh, well, you know, I expect the offense to be different. It wasn't different, but luckily it didn't happen. It's like Eddie Grant just handed the playbook to yeah. Vince you know, Merrill and said, here you go. <laughs> Change nothing. I mean, my God, I can't watch those read option plays I anymore. Was, I just can't do it. I know. I mean, my so my first note I talked down was, Jet sweeps? Question mark. <laughs> Man, I don't get it. Like, like what, where's this coming I, from? Is this is this the only wrinkle we got? Jet I know sweeps? that that's like the thing to do in college football, but do you hate it? I hate it. I hate watching I hate that I hate high school read it. option bullcrap. Man, it's like painful. It, I know we won, and we sound like we're complaining. I'm glad we won. Trust me. Yeah, I'm not complaining at all because, like you said, we won. Ended. I mean, we ended five and six. And if you put that into a regular year, what is that? Eight wins? Yeah. Nine wins? I mean, you're looking at eight and four. Yeah. So you got to take a little uh, consideration thing about the record. And, yes. And we won. We won five games, and we were what they say the last Power Five conference t- team in passing. Yeah, which is, and, and we still could have very easily finished five hundred. Which, yeah, and that's what I'm. What Stoops has done here, I'm going to pivot a little bit. Some other one. What do you think about? I mean, Stoops has won five straight bowl games, or I'm sorry, been to five straight bowl games. And that's unheard of. I mean, since Rich Brooks, I don't think we've done that since uh, maybe ever. Uh, no, that's first, yeah, the first I time. Yeah, I think that is the first time we've been to five straight bowl games. Yep. Um, and what Stoops has done, man, he, <laughs> as far as signing lifetime contracts, if there's anybody that deserves one, <laughs> he's one of them. I agree. I'd sign that petition. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, the job he's done, I didn't think could ever be done. Um, the culture he's built, we had nobody sit out the bowl game. Are you kidding me? And then all these guys coming back that don't have to. But I'm, I guess they probably have to, but we, we won't look at it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the culture is just – what he's done is unheard of. And I don't think there's a better guy for the job. And we could nope. lose him in two years or next year or whenever, but – I mean, I hope we never lose him because whatever he's doing, it's working. I know that we have complaints on offense, but hell, we win, right? I mean, that's all that matters. I mean, he fired one of his like his best friends, so <laughs> yeah, they said I'm yeah, the, he, he got rid of one of his best friends because he knows what he has. Smotherman, did you hear? Did you hear on the broadcast, Smotherman, about him having a couple bourbons this week with Eddie Grant? I don't know if you heard that, but <laughs> that's that's nuts to me that he just fired this guy and they're that. still best friends. I'm like, how the hell? That's yeah, cool. That's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, right. Um, Rob, I don't know if you took some notes and you want to dive into the – we're going to talk mostly basketball because we talked beforehand, us three, and we decided that – I mean, yes, football, unbelievable, you know, um, where the program is at. Basketball, season, basketball season. And <laughs> basketball is obviously in the tank until today maybe. Um, so, Rob, I don't know if you want to dive into whatever you have first and uh, uh, we can go from there. Well, um, did you see, first off, this football stat, the crazy stat is in the last 15 years, 
we have won uh, more bowls than the previous combined years. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's all. That's all. That's all you got. That's say. I mean, how unbelievable that's, is that? That's nuts. I think I think we've lost some other men. Oh, yeah, he was, was texting me. He's like, "Can you guys hear was. me?" I'm like, "No." Um, Rob, <laughs> can dick. you ruining his first? Rob, run. can what? you reinvite him somehow, and I'll just keep blabbering here. Yep. Yeah, this going. is this is typical us, you know, epic fail in episode <laughs> two. Um, we're gonna try to. I kept saying Smotherman. I'm like, is he there? <laughs> I know. I was like, well, maybe he just didn't want to. He's be a man of few words. You know? That Smotherman. <laughs> um, He's gonna say something amazing in a minute. Yeah, exactly. Riveting. Um, no, you're right. So five straight bowls is. I mean, today was NC State's not very good. Can I say that? No. That, what a what just, a. So they were down four starters, the ACC's leading tackler. So obviously that's well, a big deal. Well, whoop-de-doo, Basil. I mean, it's it doesn't <laughs> – I mean, that's great and all, but that just proves to me that the ACC isn't that great. I mean, they were – Right, eight, right, after, right after their two best teams get steamrolled. They went eight and three, and we pushed them around, I thought, quite a bit. I mean – Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll be around for a 280 or something. Our offensive line is just manhandling them. Yeah, kill them. Um, do we have Smotherman it. back yet or no? Smotherman? Uh-oh. Not here. No? Not here. Right? <laughs> uh, so, did you see the stat? Um, we've won more bowl games in the past 15 years than we had in the previous history of the program. How crazy <laughs> is that? <laughs> I, I mean, that just proves Stoops what I said. There, is there a more satisfied coach at Kentucky right now than Stoops? I mean, the fan base has to have a – what do you think their approval rating is for Stoops? 80? Oh, yeah, easy, easy. If it's not, it, it it's your fault. <laughs> exactly. Anybody that I mean, if you don't approve of it, if you don't approve of this, you have obviously not been watching Kentucky football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what was it when I was in college that Vanderbilt game and Joker was the coach? It was oh, Joker's last uh, game. There was like fourteen people in the stands, and I was one of them. And I'm like, why the hell am I here right now? <laughs> we were one in twelve or one in ten or whatever it was, and I'm like, really? And Stoops has brought us back from that. I mean. I remember when Stoops first got here, he did an interview, and he was trying to be nice, but, you know, Stoops is pretty straightforward of the fan base. Yeah. He, everybody on his coaching staff was like, we had to literally – there were two stars on this team that couldn't play college football, basically, is what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's unbelievable at SEC school that what he's done, man, going into Michigan and Ohio and getting all these in-state guys. I mean, if he ever leaves, it's going to be devastating. And you gotta think. But, you gotta think as a UK football fan. All you want to do is play a postseason game because of the schedule that we have to put together, anyways. Yep. I mean, when what, you, what, what do you when hear you go every, play the postseason? That's awesome. Six six wins is all we're wanting, you know. Every year of our entire lives, and we're now, ecstatic you know? about it. And and then now you, we get to nine win season, and it's complete different pandemonium yeah, for it's us. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, if, if you're a UK football fan, it's unbelievable. It, it truly is crazy. Uh, Bell, just uh, for uh, FYI, Bell is a new dad, and uh, he's dealing with that. So, Smotherman's just me and you right now. Uh, hey. So, uh, we'll just talk about football just a second. Nothing yeah. too serious. Um, so, we our first drive was a nine-minute drive, and we got a field goal. And so, at that point, if you've been watching it all this season, you know, the first thing that goes through my head is, well, we lost. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you take that, that much time off the clock and don't score. Well, yeah. well, the first it's drive, be. like we're getting three points, and we've had the ball for nine minutes to start the game. Oh, but uh, all we did basically the entire game was run left. That was it. I mean, they handed the ball off and went left. That's it. So we just did the same thing as last year, just not as with the quarterback. It was just with the running back. Yeah, I mean, so Terry tried to keep a couple, and he yeah. he had I can I can only remember one or maybe two that he kept that actually turned out good, which is probably about his percentage throughout his career. Right. And he's for some reason he always keeps it and goes up the middle, which I can't fucking understand. He's the worst between the tackle runner of a quarterback that I've seen. He's awful. And and he's he's already fragile. Yeah. So exactly. you know you know he's timid about it. Right. You know he fumbled how many times last year. So like I don't know why he's doing it. Whatever. You know I like we said earlier I don't want to sound like we're complaining because we are not complaining at all. Yeah. We're just being UK football fans I think. And anyone who's listening to this I would assume feels the same way. So. Um. I wasn't able to watch the football game. Uh, I was in the duck blind, but um. Ooh, I did. Awesome. I did get to see the flop of the year by our dude and the guy started doing CPR on him. <laughs> Man, I got such a laugh awesome. out of that. That was so hilarious. That was good. I like when he hit the ground and then moved his arms back like he had been, you know, knocked out. <laughs> yes. And then all three of them flip him over and start just giving chest compressions. Yeah, that that was good. That that was pretty hilarious. Um and so did, did you see the Duffy the Duffy punt that he didn't get blocked? Uh, the one that he boomed. Uh, so, well, it's one. So he was rolling to his right like he usually does. Yeah. And they had like two dudes. I mean, if he would have kicked it, it was getting blocked. He was like getting ready to drop. No kicker or no punter in America. I I firmly believe this. No. What is that? <laughs> that's a baby monitor. Bell. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the Daddy Bell baby monitor. I, I think we're getting some uh, baby sounds here. We are. We this have is, another this. guest. We have another guest besides me today. <laughs> Welcome, Haley. I don't know if we can say a two-year-old or two-day-old uh, name on this. Anyway, so I, I don't think a punter in the country makes this. He was about to drop it. He pulls it back. The guy completely whiffs. He jukes to the right and then kicks it in between two other dudes and actually, you know, makes a, you know, a regular punt. It was unbelievable. It's the greatest oh, punt I've ever seen, I think. No, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, you need to look that one up. It I was, was wild. To up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like we said, we don't need to – you had stuff going. You get any ducks? That's, that's the best question. Um, We killed six today. We had uh, – we killed ten two days before that. So, it's been a pretty good weekend. That's nice. I haven't been duck hunting since Louisiana. Um, Man. Anyway, so some of my notes I took on the football. I, we had I, I don't I didn't see the stat, but how many unsportsmanlike conduct penalties? I bet there were. I'd say there were eight in the game, if not ten. Yeah, I caught I caught the tail end, and I'm pretty sure they said I I think they said nine. I want to say they were like right okay. in the middle of what you just I said. I say so you were close. I, I um, but that's how every that's how every bowl game All these bowl has games. been this year. It has. They're just like taking out some sort of frustration and thinking that since nothing else mattered this year and everybody gets a free year, they do the heck whatever they want. Right, and that's and the announcers even during the game, they just kept going like, let's let's hope it doesn't end like Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it looked like yeah. it, it. A couple times it looked like it was going to do that, so it was good that, that it did. 
That was a fucking downtown Nashville bar brawl. Yeah. I mean, the the one where the dude's on the ground, he, he he's running and kicks him in the throat and then keeps running. It's like, oh, yes. my God. What was that guy doing? What, what were they all doing? I mean, come on. They had they had injured guys out there, guys that weren't even eligible, just <laughs> throwing haymakers. That was that was insane. <laughs> that was insane. All right, so I'll I'll finish up football here. Since, yeah. So we have four minutes left, and Terry misses a wide open Justin Rigg in the flat. He probably had it was a second down, and I think it was second and nine. And he would have got the first down. I'm pretty certain of it. He, I'm talking about. He just airmails this ten yard throw to the flat. You're like, what? You know. Um, at this point, the game is still. Um, if we give them the ball back, they can win the game. Is what I'm trying to say. So it goes to third and nine. We punt, and then the next play, uh, Jamin Davis gets a pick, and that's how we end up feeling it. it was, oh, what a way to end it. Although actually, C Rod touchdown next play, but. The interception. Yeah, this this baby uh, stuff is hilarious right now. <laughs> yeah, it got quiet there for a little bit, and we're back into mayhem. <laughs> we're just living life with Bell as a new dad. All right, let's move. Let's move on to the basketball game. The, yeah, let's let's move on. That's to what that. everyone cares about. Anyway, he can he can he can jump into there, but that's what everybody wants to hear. Yeah. So, like we talked about. Uh, we got in, and this is another thing, which I'm probably going to sound like a cranky old man that I'm complaining because people, most people know me as a, I'm a, I'm a pessimist when it comes to UK, just because I, I'm not, I'm probably more pessimistic about UK, about anything in my life for some reason. I don't know why. It's a problem. All my friends make fun of me, so I'm always like, oh, we're fucked, you know. Then we win. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> So, it, it it makes you, it makes you feel better about yourself. It does. You know, you, you're gonna if you expect it, then then you can go on about life. But if it's something that's completely different, I'm the same way. You get a win, you're like, oh, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> what was I, I thinking I think like that for? I think it's the football fan, to be honest with you. You know, what I mean, because we have no reason to be like that in basketball. But that's I am. Point. But just the the game, you know, the long of it. We got to the second overtime, and we were still in the 60s. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, and then obviously took us two overtimes to get to sixty-five. Whoop de do! Yeah, for the first time since the Moorhead game. Yeah, that tells you all you need to know. But uh, keep in mind, we won. Yep. Uh, are we better without Cal coaching? <laughs> See, that's a tough question. And I, I know, I know, we were all texting this during and all that stuff, and it doesn't look good on him because of what Allen did. But hey, we all know. And everybody listening will know that Cal got that technical for a reason. It was oh, over. Yeah. It was over a carry. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He he was. It's the same reason he got thrown out of the Arkansas game. He did the exact right. same thing. Uh, so some notes I took, and I'm just to begin the game. My first note was we need runouts, and then I was pleasantly surprised that it seemed like that's what we, they were trying to do. They were playing much faster than they had all year. I think, don't you? They no, they were, and I mean, it was it, off off the board. It was they looked for that outlet pass as soon as they got it. It didn't matter who it was for. Yeah, um, and it didn't work out great in the first half. Obviously, I mean, what we were down thirty five, thirty at half, so it's not like we were blowing the doors off. Defense right. was playing fine, 
they they look like the better team, but I, I think I think with this team that that is the correct way to play. Me and Bill have talked about it. I, I think that's, in my opinion, that's I want to see it more. I, I mean, I want to see them breakneck. You know, I want to go up and down. Hey, I mean, and they when they actually did slow the ball down, they they were running they were running an offense. They were game. running some offense, and that's been my biggest that's been my biggest point of the whole season. And I know Cal isn't a big you know, just draw up all these set plays. You know, he wants the guys to be able to, to read and react because he gets these long athletic dudes. But at, at some point when it's it's not working like that, you know, you, you got to figure out a way to put these guys in position. And, and some of that's on the coach. And, and the majority of that, in my opinion, is on the players. And, you know, I, I think the, the playing time that B.J. Boston got, you know, down the stretch, well, he didn't play in, the, in either half uh, overtime, did he? Neither know. one, and he—I don't think he played the well, last probably six, seven, seven or eight minutes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, whatever. You know, and I'm not saying that's—I'm not saying, you know, we would have won or lost if he was playing. But I'll say this about him: there's no reason he's as tentative as he is. There's just not like there's something going on with him mentally. Obviously, it's obviously yep. not physical. But his uh, my biggest thing. Just watching basketball is, and I, I mentioned this last last episode was, it, he does nothing to get, and he did the same exact thing today, without the ball in his hands. He does nothing. Yeah. He he doesn't cut hard. He doesn't. I mean, he's just moving around until he gets the ball in his hands. And at this level, by the time you do that, if you haven't put yourself in position, you're screwed. And so everything's hard. Even his, even like his mid range, it's just so. You want to see a guy shoot nonchalant, but it's just so lazy. Yeah, it is. It's just, and some of it, I'm sure, is you know he's a, he, I guess te- he should be an athletic freak. I think, but you know he's yeah he's long and athletic, and so stuff that he does looks easier than if me and you were out there running off screens, you know. But, right. But I'm with you. Like, even when he gets into the lane and some open, just a 12-foot shot, it's just – it doesn't seem like he's got any urgency. So, it's, it's strange, and I don't understand. And yeah, it nothing. obviously made a difference because he didn't play the last 20 minutes of the game. I don't – 18 minutes of the game. Yeah. And that's the other thing that uh, – like, when we were talking if with the cow thing is it looked bad, they took Boston out, and look what happens. And I don't think he would have done that if he was still up there – Coaching, oh, I, 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 I really don't. That. Yeah. yeah. So do you do you think that is just that'd be? I would love. Wouldn't you? I would love to to be able to hear the conversation between Bruiser Flint and Cal when they sit down and talk about what you know what happened after Cal left. Yeah. Because I, I mean, and we know we know he was watching it. So yeah. So do you think? I mean, do you think that was just a hundred percent Bruiser? seeing how the game was going and seeing that he just wasn't engaged as much as he thinks or I mean what what, what do you think was happening there I think I think it's going to be a little mixture of both because again I still think that was all pre-planned I think we all do and I think those guys have been doing it long enough that they they have talked about that before hey when this situation happens this is how it should be handled at least in a broad term you know what I mean right and then, and then Bruiser just runs with it from there. But back to kind of what you asked me, I think yes, that was Bruiser seeing it and leaving him out. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, and you know, he's obviously a respected coach, and 
a lot of people weren't overly happy when he, you know, he got hired here because everyone wanted to go young. Right. Um, I, I'm not going to pretend to know what kind of coach he is. To be honest, I, I mean, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a group message with you and Bell, and then several other, several um, other messages with other, other guys that are watching the same team we are, and across the board, all my friends and. Don't get me wrong. Not like we're basketball coaches. We're not experts. But when a collective group of people are all saying the same thing, as in Boston needs to be on the bench, and then the lineup that was on that we had talked about, you got Ware, Allen, Sar, Mintz, Askew, and Toppin. You know, yep. th- that was the lineup that, that ultimately won out. You know, and when I say won out, I mean they literally won the game without Boston on the – and that's not even including Terrence Clark, you know. And you take Terrence Clark and BJ Boston, your two highest recruits, oh, both yeah. of your best players, and you still win the game. And you start off horrible. We got down by nine in the first half. You know. Um, where did that uh, ankle injury come from? Did he get it in practice? No, I, I think it. So I he was only. I think Cal said he was only like eighty percent in the last game. And so I, you I know, gotcha. I, I think it was something that he was trying to fight through, and then it must have just, you know, obviously just lingering. They finally said, yeah. "Let's just." Say. I, I think it's been a couple games from from what I've seen. You know, but just some some things. You know, we scored thirty points in the first half. Um, the the big takeaway for us in the first half, I think, has got to be talked about the most is uh, how much zone we play. That's probably the most zone Cal's out has ever played here, isn't it? That's a and it was a, a matchup. It wasn't just a, a straight, you know, that, that was a, a legit matchup zone, which surprised me Cal doesn't, want, doesn't enjoy that defense more because it seems like you can get the principles of man with the benefits of zone if you don't have great on-ball defenders, which we don't. We're just anywhere long exactly. enough to play that. I agree. That, no matter what. No matter I who agree. we're up against. Um, the, the one thing, y'all kind of hit on it too, but – this is the first time I kind of really noticed it the most is, and we talked again, talked about it, but we don't go hard at the board on offensive side, but hell on the defensive side of the ball. I don't see why. I mean, I don't see the difference. I know we're just going to rebounds. We're not going to the basket, but those, those dudes on defensive yeah. boards are unreal. Except for. <laughs> <Yeah. overtime. laughs> Let's see. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, yeah, but I, so I, I, that's, I love Ware for that exact reason. He, it does not matter what's happening. He is going for the rebound, you know. And uh, he's going to body. And he's really the only one. And like you said, Jackson's energy helps yep. on that too. And on the offensive side. But it's, that was good to see. And hopefully it translates over. And I think it will. But that was, from from my standpoint on that, and just keeping it kind of simple, that was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, just going off that, let's see. Ware had 12 boards. Sar had 12 boards. Um, Toppin, Allen, Mintz, they all had – and Askew. So, you know, between three guards, you got 12 boards between Askew, Mintz, and Allen. Right. Um, Jackson, surprisingly, only had two points, two rebounds. Um, but I think he, if you watch the game, he obviously had a bigger impact than that, especially defensively. Um, right. I was surprised to see, you know, I knew Ware had a good game, but 12 rebounds, you know, I mean, that's – he only shot – I didn't realize, I didn't realize he had 12. Against the stats there. Um, so, Sar finished with 14-12. Boston 
somehow gets back into double figures, which he's been in every game, which is, you know, he's still our leading scorer, which is if you ask anyone in Big Blue Nation, what are they going to say? He sucks, you know. <laughs> it, it, it just pisses, it like, pisses me off. You can, be, you can score <laughs> 14 a game and people are like, you know, you're so, you should be so good that 14 is just not good enough. Just – you know, he yeah, was, he was four for 13. I don't have the minutes played, but like we already talked about, he didn't play the last 18 to 20 minutes of the entire game. He's supposed to- he played he played 31. 31 total. And so, yeah, so. Um, only person, I mean, Askew's in the 40s. It's the only – and Mintz was in the 40s, but those are the only two guys yeah, that played 40. So, Boston didn't play the last 19 minutes. We were right on the right. – um, Do you have what, uh, what Askew played? Because I don't – did Askew come out? I don't. He played forty three minutes. I would have guessed he played more than that. Um, and he still finished. That was a yeah, quiet I mean, eleven he, for he, him. He struggles in the lane. You know that's, but I, that's just one of those things that I think, I think it's clear now that that he is the point guard. Um, he's yeah. quick enough. We've hit on this before, but he's quick enough to get in the lane. He, he struggles with finishing the lane. Not he's not a great. Uh, I wouldn't say he's great. To, passer once he gets in the lane but I, th- I think these are things he can work on and if you, you know he sh- you'll take 11 points six assists four rebounds and five for 10 from the field for him obviously every day yeah yeah you can't I, you can't ask for any more i mean you can ask for more but <laughs> uh so we win that um, game you know boston doesn't play the last 19 mince you know didn't have a great game he'd been carrying us even though we've been losing he only had seven he he has he had the highest shooting percentage yep. coming in this game at thirty five percent. Thirty. That's what we try to keep teams under a yeah. game, and it, that's what it's that's our leading. So unreal. That's just another bad thing. We're, we we won, I know, but I just that I wrote that down. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, let's see. I mean, we. It's not like we were killing it this game. We, you know, two overtimes, seventy eight points. We shot forty, right under forty two percent. Now, let's just get to the star. Yeah. Obviously, we shoot. We hit eleven threes. Which, if we hit, you know, in in the Cal era, if we hit ten threes, how many of the, those games do we win? Eighty five, ninety percent, you know. And so we hit eleven yes. threes. We shoot fifty two percent from three. And obviously, you know, we if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that Dante Allen hit seven of them. Um. So what does that look like going? Hey, and I got to point out, I got to point out, you were right. He hit seven hey. in practice. <laughs> Hey, I was the one that yeah. was being negative, and you came back and said maybe he does it again. He hit seven. Oh, well, he was what, seven for ten in the transit. He hit seven, and now he's seven or eleven. So, and I, yeah, I, I mean, you got to give credit that dude. You know, hadn't been playing. He's been off. You know, he's been hearing all the noise, which has been good noise for him to hear, I guess, if you will. But that's still, you know, imagine. Yeah, imagine the on a. On a on an eighteen year old kid, yeah, that's, I mean, imagine that's that kind of pressure, and then you come in and just start, you know, you drank. Well, he missed his first one, I think, right? And then after that, he was just yep. killing it. You know, he banked a long two in. Um, he let's see, he had twenty three total points. So that long, long two was the the one lone two pointer he made. Yeah, the one. Yep, um, yep. But let's see, I mean. Yeah, I mean that's that's the last notes I had. Allen bank long two second overtime, then Allen three, you know, and then after that, they just they went and win. So I, I was impressed with the, the fact that they won because Mississippi State, 
they're a long athletic team just like us, except they're they are than us, I think, you know, size wise. They and I mean we finally we finally kept a field goal percentage under forty. They were they were just yeah. under thirty eight. And it, I mean, I mean, stat stat was that it was a pretty even game. I mean, the three they hit five, we hit eleven. So Dante Allen yeah. <laughs> basically won the game. So what does that what does that look like moving forward? Do you think what? I mean, is he just going to be the sixth man immediately, or is Cal going to be stubborn and and drop him back down and not try to overuse him? What What do you think happens if you had to guess? I if I got to guess, I think I think Cal's going to be stubborn and. Try not to overuse him early, but I think he's I think he's right there at that six man spot. I mean, he's got to be right. I mean, if <laughs> there there's nothing else that can happen from I mean, the dude hit seven threes in his first game against a you, a good you team gotta, on the road. Now I know it's a COVID year, so there's not the fans that he would be dealing with, but I, yeah, and that's gonna make a difference everywhere, but. But still, I mean, the kid just showed you that he can do it in the first game yeah. that he really played. Yeah. You got to give him another. So here, here's another. You know, uh, we win the game in spite of stat. They were 16 for 23 on the free throw line. We were three for eight, and we still win by five in the 70s. <laughs> and they hit 16 free throws. 16 free throws. So you know they're looking at that, saying, "How the hell do we lose a game?" Because Literally every other stat. I mean, minus Dante Allen giving us the three-point lead, um, free throws, everything else was about the same. Rebounds, you know, we – Everything were the same. I mean, we had a couple more blocks, but every, yeah. foul, everything. <laughs> so, Dante Allen and then uh, – that's about all I got. Dante Allen. <laughs> thank, thank God for Dante Allen. <laughs> Does that does that scare you a little? Just how evenly all this was against the Mississippi State basketball team, and that's just that's, that's our first. I, I mean, conference game. I think it has to. I mean, we've said it ten times already, but we we didn't get to eighty points yeah. in fifty minutes of game time. Yeah, uh, three yeah, for it's... eight from the line. So we, you know, we and if you think back on the game, I mean, we didn't get to the rim. We got. Offensive rebound, putback, stuff like that, but we didn't. We got to the rim almost zero. I mean, they're a long, strong group of um, defenders, but they are. They they were. I mean, I know we're young, especially down low. Besides Sar, but I mean, he's not a very big, developed guy. And I mean, they had some. They had yeah. Some he, strong he's people. proved. He's proved in the past. He's not. You know, the North Carolina game. Um, you know, he's, he's not comfortable getting bodied up. Um, so, I, I think, you know, for how the size they have, I think he did okay. Um, you know, he's six for 16. Uh, one of those is that fadeaway at the end of the game. But he hit uh, two threes, which, I you know, he's got a good stroke. I think he could he could probably play pick and pop. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Edit that one out. Pick and pop more than he has. <laughs> Yeah, we'll try that over. I think he can play more pick and pop than he yeah. should. He's got a good stroke. He's seven foot, so he's not he's not a banger. Hey, when he, I mean, when he gets that space, you know, free throw line extended type of area, it, 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 he's pretty much automatic. I mean, he can be automatic because it's he's got a good jumper. But it's just when 
I just think he gets a little too too crazy, and he he gets bodied up too much in the SEC instead of what he did when he was at Wake. Now, I will say uh, Mississippi State is a little of an anomaly in the SEC. Uh, if you look around the SEC, I don't know how much you've watched, but you know Arkansas has got a seven three dude last name Vanover. He's seven three, probably weighs one hundred and ninety pounds. You know, so he's yeah. Not, Everyone around the league just has kind of what we got, long athletic dudes, not a whole lot of big bodies. Um, you know, and SARS played in the, the ACC against the Carolinas and against the, you know, the, the people with bigger bodies. Like Notre Dame, they like seem to always have some big dudes. Um, they did. They, yeah. So I, I'm optimistic. It's just him personally. I'm optimistic, you know, and we're sneezing at 14 and 12 and hitting two threes. So he had a good game. Don't get me wrong. But but he's yeah, so talented. Right. He's just one of those guys that you you know you just everything he does. You're like you know you're you're not doing it as good as you could. It, it seems like, and I I think that's a byproduct of being a UK fan. But that's why you come to UK. You know you want that pressure. So hopefully yeah. he'll live up to that. And and that's us being UK fans. We've we've already said that before too. It's that's gonna be that way. Me. So if, if you and you live, know Cal on that, you know you you better show up or you're gonna hear about it. So. Yeah, but easy. I, I think overall, uh, you know, obviously it was his best game in the last three here, but, you know, he finally made it. He hadn't hit a shot before this game in the last two games. So, I, I think the focal point, though, you could tell in the beginning of the game was was him. And I I, I think that's a good oh, yeah. focal point. I mean, he, he makes pretty good decisions. He doesn't turn over a ton. Um, he, just, he just can't body up. And so, he, I think he gets in – Gets in some bad situations where he's, his skill set isn't going to be utilized when he's under the rim and stuff. So he almost gets trapped a little too too low so in the too. paint for for what yeah. he can play. If he, if he plays like uh, you know mid lane to the to the short corner in that mm-hmm. area, I, I think he's a he's he's pretty deadly in that area. So um, he's it's just confidence. I mean, six game losing streak. Those kids mentally are. Are fried because there's no telling what they've been yelled at, what they've yeah, been I mean, told, and even what they are reading in, you know, newspaper, social media, whatever you, whatever you want to look at. They they needed some confidence, and I think I think we'll be able to bounce bounce back better than what we have. I agree. Obviously. I'm I'm up. I'm. I would have been if we would have lost that game. Uh, you would have heard me just been despondent. I would have been out of out of been cussing. I'd have been mad. That would have been the I mean, one. I, I think we—that's a must win. It's just—I just, think that's evident. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, most of the games here on out are must wins. I mean, you know, what, what do you what do you think we got yeah. got to do? Fourteen and four. You think that's the worst we can do and still make the tournament? That puts uh, it at ten losses. I think that's the worst. That's the yeah. That's the worst we can do. Four losses. That's yeah, the worst man. we can do. And I think that's still going to be us outside looking in. Fingers I'm with crossed. you. Um, I mean, it. Every win is a must win at this point. With you know, this all we got left. You know, you don't have any of these hard scheduled games. You got your regular schedule that you would have without COVID. And you know, so you got you got to yep. be UK and hopefully this. Yeah, hopefully this will help them. Um, I. Obviously, Dante Allen, if you hit seven threes, I think we're going to win a lot of games. You can't expect him to do that all the time, obviously. But, you know, if you can get double digits from him, hey, you, say let him average 10 and and maybe BJ and, and Terrence 
start to grow a little bit and they can play together. And Askew, I think, is coming up. So I, I think with this win, there is some optimism that, that I did not have just personally last game. So, you know. I've I've been one to keep the optimism. Uh, they, even at duck camp these past few weekends, they've been giving me all kinds of shit because they think <laughs> I'm an idiot. So thinking that this is a good ball team. But I, I'm still, I still do. And I, if we would have lost this game, I think I'd be saying something yeah, a lot you. different. I'm but we you. didn't. Um, what was I just going to look at here? Yeah, I mean, if you get going back to double digits out of if you keep him Allen, you know, ten to fifteen points, things like that. You've got Mints that had seven, and Jackson only yep. had two. So if you if you keep Mints. If you keep Allen going double digits there and you just add get Mints right there too, you got to think how totally different score we have. Yeah, and, and, you know, Mints, I just don't think he's the – he's not a lead guard to to go get 15 and 20 a game, you know. It's just it's not his – so no, it's not, not sustainable of, of hoping he gets 18 or 19. It's just not. Um, you know, it, he was getting 18 and 19 nope. and we were still losing. So, that I think that just proves it yeah. even more, but – you know, if, if he can stay around 10, just, just exactly what you said, I, I totally agree. Allen, if he can be 8 to 10-point scorer. Um, Jackson, just keep doing what he's doing. He, he's not a – you know, he's not an offensive guy. Give him the ball and watch out. But he'll have better games than two points and two rebounds. Um, he was obviously the defensive MVP. So, without him, I think we still lost the game if, without his defense. Uh, Correct. But other than that, I mean, I, I'm we win a game without – Boston in the last, you know, basically the, an entire half, if you will, he had in the, the two overtimes. Um, you know, and then we had a guy who hadn't played all year, hardly 20 minutes total. He gets 23. So, uh, you know, Toppin yeah. had six and four, which I think is right around what he's probably going to do, you know, six or eight and four or five. But, uh, you know, he, he plays good defense. And me, me and Bell are big on Toppin. I don't know what you think about him, but he's probably my favorite player on the team so far. Just he, he's not afraid. Um and I think yep. he could – I think maybe not this year, and, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think in the future, you know, he could he could develop into a – maybe not his brother, but, you know, something along those lines of an offensive of guy that who can get you points when you need them because, you know, he, he's got a good stroke. Um, he seems to be comfortable playing, playing down low, and it seems like he's got a good touch about, you know, 10, 15 feet. Uh, he, he shot a bunch of those short corner shots. Um. And so I, I like him. He, he's he's probably my favorite player on the team, and I, I think he's going to do good things this year and moving forward. So, um, yeah. And then if you get, I, I agree with you. I really like the way he plays. Um, he he keeps it true, like you said. He he's kind of just like Sar, though. You don't have that true big man down low. They're going to kind of play a little bit off the the lane a little, yeah. and that's okay. Because they're long enough and tall enough to get those boards. Yeah. For I mean, for where though, where I'm not really disappointed in him, but I mean, 35 points and only or 35 minutes and only four points. And he had 12 rebounds, but I think he's got to do a little bit more right there too. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he what well, he only shot four shots, so it's gonna come. And I'm just I'm just nitpicking right. yeah, now I mean, to be honest with you. Just to just to kind of kind of get the little things that you don't really look at until you, you're seeing a, a stat. You know, I, I think you. the defense we played this game with, with Dante Allen doing what he did, 
if you get Terrence Clark in, which we, we haven't even talked about, you know, we've only mentioned him a couple times, but if we're going to be the team that right. we even – we're going to be close to the team we want to be, obviously we're going to need Boston and Clark. But, you know, if you get Boston playing with a little more confidence and, you know, he's averaging 14, so he's giving you some production whether you're liking it or not. Um, you know, you get Clark back in with his 9 or 10 he's averaging. So, I, I think there's definitely – Definitely some some positive stuff to go on, and this was all after Cal, you know, loses or purposely loses his mind over a palm. So, um, yep. you know, I, I think he'll do what he did last year is what we're all hoping. You know, I mean, after the Arkansas game, those guys came together and started kicking ass, and so hopefully they look at each other after this game and say, "Look, we did this without Cal. You know, we we did it. I, I mean, I know they had a coach, but they did it their way for lack of yeah. better terms." Good point, though. Yeah, so good point. That's that's what I'm hoping for. I'm I'm optimistic. I'm much more optimistic than I than I was after Louisville. Um, and looking forward to the schedule. Oh yeah, uh, we got Vanderbilt on Tuesday. That, I mean, that should be a win. I'm gonna just gonna say it. Keep it. Yeah, keep the train rolling. Go ahead and get some more yeah, confidence. You got Florida, which they're a good team, but their best players out. The the you know preseason yep. player of the year. Um, that's at Florida, so. This is a good time to go to Florida. No fans, so that's good. Then you got a you know tough stretch. You got Alabama, Auburn. Auburn's zero two in the Ooh. conference. Uh, Georgia, their schedule's inflated from playing nobody. So I, I think uh, I, I think we can get on little little roll here and see what the team can do. What do you think? I think I think they can. Uh, like I said, you get. Go in Tuesday, make a statement. It's at home. Let's go ahead and just make a statement against a a, a bad team, boost confidence, and, and keep rolling. Yeah, I think it. I think uh, the Vanderbilt game, just for what you said, it could be an important one. Um, and who knows if if Clark out? Let's see, Tuesday. I don't know what you know. He's in a boot, but you never know these days what a boot means. But if if he's back or not, it doesn't um, really change the. The fact that uh, it should be a confidence builder coming off their win against a, a Mississippi State team that is a pretty good team. That's you know, unless they just collapse in SEC, which I don't see, they should be an NCAA team. I think. So, I agree. There's no, there's no know, reason two, they can't. Hopefully, get a win against Vandy, two and zero in the conference, going down to Florida, and then you got Alabama, Auburn. So, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I like some of the. End all be all conference is what matters. Yep. Yep. But it's gonna come along. I keep saying he didn't have enough he didn't have enough time with these kids because of COVID and the crazy years and what he usually does. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna live and die by that this this whole year. It it hurt us worse than it hurt anybody in the country. I mean, look at everyone who's doing what we're doing. There's only a couple teams, but everyone's struggling. Um you know, it's no one had played with UK uniform on together ever and so it's just going to take some time um that is a i will say i admit that's a massive turnaround from where i was after the little game so <laughs> and i think that's where i think that's where we need to leave it we need to stay uh confident also and and hey, take it into tuesday i like it uh we we ended the first podcast with you know uh we're going to try to stay positive and I, I think that's what we'll do on this one we'll stay positive it's, it's easier to stay positive after a win but there's ways to improve, and we got a couple games that we should be able to 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 uh, to win coming up. So I'm excited. Yep. But smother, man.
That's all we can I'm, be uh, now. I'm loving having you on, man. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited. I'm again. I'm finally done with with football season for a little bit, and now that we died down anyways, and y'all started this, I was like, heck yeah! If they invite me, I'm gonna keep yeah, doing as much as I can. Yep, it's fun. So, man, good talk to you, uh, Bill. You too. Uh, he's doing. Uh, we're gonna wish him <laughs> the best of luck yeah, right now. Sounded like um, he was having his hands full. So, but yep. He's going to be good. All right, man. I guess we'll be back on together uh, Tuesday night, probably about the same time. So I'll talk to you then, buddy. All right. All right. Yep. We'll see you there.